0: I'm Jessica Ladd, and you're listening to another episode of the Inspired Weekly Podcast, episode number five, Chasing Happiness. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening to another episode here on the show. I really appreciate you, and I'm glad you're here. And if you're just listening for the first time, I want to welcome you to the Inspired Weekly Podcast. I am Jessica Ladd, and I am a lot of things. I am a wife, mom, to the sweetest little boy who I homeschool and have for the past year, but also a work-from-home entrepreneur and aspiring life coach. I feel like my journey as mompreneur, as they say, (laughs) Has proved to be a challenge. You know, there were several moments where I felt stuck and overwhelmed trying to balance everything. You know, I was one who seemed to have it all, but there were days where I felt like something was missing. I didn't know what it was, I just wanted to feel better. So I explored. I read books and articles, whatever I could get my hands on about personal growth. It's kind of my thing now. I feel like I am a personal development junkie. And it was kind of after that I realized there was this shift happening in my life. I knew I was meant to lead and empower others, but I didn't really know what that looked like. I just knew I wanted to do something. After many conversations with my husband, I took my research and knowledge a step further and enrolled myself in a life coaching course. And I have to say, it has been a game changer. While applying so much of the course to my own life, I feel like I'm a better version of myself now. It's changed how I show up in my life in many ways, marriage, motherhood, and business. And it feels amazing. I love it. I am set to be a certified life coach by the end of August 2020, and my hope is to share what I've learned so I can help other women like you who want to create a life and business they love, but at the same time, be able to own your story and impact and inspire others. And also, it's for the woman who's ready to grow into the best version of themselves. I cannot wait. I am so ready to share this life-changing work with you guys. I am excited about today's topic. I know it'll transform your thoughts. So let's see if you can guess what it is I'll be talking about. We all crave it, and we can't seem to get enough of it. No, it's not what you're thinking. Although maybe it is. What I'm talking about today is Happiness. Yep, happiness. I'm sure that you've heard it from many people in your life that our goal is to be happy, but not just be happy, but be happy all the time. You see, I feel like we have this idea that is widely accepted in our society about happiness. We make it our number one priority because we kind of see this in the media and our friends and family painting this picture, so we think, hey, it works for everyone else, right? That is what we all strive for these days, isn't it? To be happy. Otherwise, what are we doing? What do we do when we can't be happy? We walk around like something is wrong with us when we aren't, right? We play this game with ourselves that we are supposed to be happy as a way to win and be successful in life. What happens though is we continue chasing this invisible dream of happiness and we end up on that constant hamster wheel. We are never truly satisfied or fulfilled in life. So why do we chase happiness in the first place? What is it about that feeling we crave so much? Well, because it feels good, right? We're taught from a young age that negative feelings and emotions are bad. Avoid them. That we are supposed to push them aside. That happiness is just a way of life and it's normal. That, oh, hey, she looks happy over there in her life, so why not try it on for ourselves? The billionaire over here seems to be so happy with all of his money, so maybe I'll see what happens. I believe this to be partly true. In our culture, we read a self-help book, see an anxiety or depression medication ad on TV, or hear from the expert. There is always someone or something out there that promises to make us happy again. I feel like sometimes we're living in one of those DayQuil, NyQuil commercials. Do you guys remember those? I'm sure they still have them. I just feel like we are. Because it seems that no matter where we turn, there is some step-by-step program to follow, a magic pill we should take, or advice to listen to to stop the daytime, nighttime, anxiety, depression, migraines, substance abuse, eating disorders, OCD, and suicidal thoughts so you can rest medicine. Yet for many of us, we still struggle with our mental and emotional health on a daily basis. Statistics show that in 2020 alone, 45 million Americans are experiencing a form of mental illness ranging from substance abuse, including drugs, and alcohol. What's more is the alarming number of over 10 million adults who've had serious suicidal thoughts in the past seven months. While the story of happiness is what society wants us to believe is the way to a good life, looking at these numbers, one would have a difficult time explaining how that is true. I'd like to suggest that being happy all the time isn't normal. So why isn't it easy to just be happy? Well, think back to times of cavemen. Our primitive minds were hardwired to keep us alive. The brain was designed to protect us from danger or anything bad. Hello, fight or flight response, right? And I talked about this back in episode three, that since the beginning of time, we have also craved connection and to feel like we belong somewhere. And days long ago, that was absolutely essential for our survival, to be in a circle of people, be part of something bigger than ourselves, so that nothing bigger would harm us, right? I mean, let's be real here. Our brains kept us safe so we wouldn't get eaten. Now, surely, because we didn't want to get eaten by some big strange animal, we had to prove ourselves to be worthy enough to be in the group, right? We had to be strong, skillful, trustworthy, and in some cases, we had to be better than our caveman counterpart. And the same thing happens in our society today. In order to feel like we've made it in life, or that we're finally successful, we do whatever it takes to be socially accepted. Just as in primitive times, our brain tells us to choose good feelings. Because that's what we know. We avoid risk and danger at all costs. And it tells us we need to be strong, skillful, and have it all in order to make it. Also that we need to be better than she is over there to amount to anything. So what do we do in response to that? We scroll Instagram for an hour, right? (laughs) We compare ourselves to other people, which then makes us want to evaluate how we can be, do, and have better things but ultimately leads us to the question of why our life is so crappy. And then we sit for another hour and criticize ourselves about how unhappy and dissatisfied we are with our lives. What does this comparison game do to us? It creates unnecessary suffering. Comparison only furthers our desire to be happy. But in the meantime, while we're in that comparison game, It's hard to be happy. When we look at what everyone else is doing and what they have and how they look, and we end up feeling we're just not good enough. It makes us constantly search for ways to have it all, do it all, and be it all, but we're dying inside. We hold that smile because we can't show our true emotions. We have to be happy all the time. Women wear a lot of hats, especially working moms. We are trying to manage the motherhood, business, marriage, household, all of it. We spend most of our time doing all the things, going through the motions, and running around trying to find some magical balance of this thing we call life. Always chasing the next best thing because we think it will be the answer to happiness we've craved for so long. We think there is still one thing that will finally make us feel better. But the truth is, I don't feel like there is a real balance to be had today. Because while you're trying to balance everything, by the end of the day, you realize that you're tired, burned out, stuck, and overwhelmed again. So what do you do at the beginning of the next day? You constantly think of the next right thing to make you feel better, again and again. Maybe you think getting a job is the answer, buying a bigger house, staying home with your kids, putting your kids in public school. Maybe you think eating a box of cookies will make you happy. Or maybe now the 10 pounds you have to lose from eating the cookies will make you happy do you see how it's an endless cycle? How it's actually our thoughts of what will make us happy that traps us? We might be satisfied for a while, but we always end up wanting more. So like it always does, the cycle will repeat tomorrow. That hamster wheel each day will go round and round. And to prove that we are worthy again, we continue to move round and round but guess what? We get nowhere. It's as if somehow the expectations of having it all paint this picture of hope and happiness. That maybe, just maybe, once we have it all, we'll finally reach our happy ending. But what happens when we achieve the goal or make that decision and it doesn't provide us with the happiness we long for? What if we continue chasing happiness, and we get nothing more than sadness and disappointment? Then what? I can tell you from experience that the expectations we place on ourselves as women, and especially as moms, will never get us closer to happiness. In fact, many of us who feel we have finally made it, trying to be superwoman, feel tired and overwhelmed once we get there. Why? Because we are always so focused on the idea that happiness just happens to us. We often look at our feelings and decide that our happiness comes from something outside of ourselves. Like that whole box of cookies, right? Or that bigger house we dream of. We might think, I'll finally be happy when I lose the extra pounds I gained during quarantine. Or if I take this higher paying job over here... I'll finally feel better. Or when my kids are finally off to school again, I'll be happy. We know those statements aren't true, right? There are so many people in life who have lost weight and are still miserable. You and I both, we've tried for that higher paying job and we get there and we hate it. And you're putting your kids on the bus. And already, your heart hurts so much, and you wish they could be home. Happiness is okay to feel about these things. I get it. Who doesn't want to be happy? (laughs) I hear it all the time. Oh, I can't wait for my kids, you know, to go back to school. But the problem is, we feel like there's still something missing. You know, our happiness is so temporary that it just becomes more of like, Looking for that stimulation over and over and over again, always looking to find that next best thing. I said this in previous episodes, and I'd like to offer it again that I don't think we are meant to be happy all the time. Happiness to me is about living an intentional life. In order to do that, we have to learn to be human, learn to be true to ourselves. Part of being authentic to ourselves. Is accepting the fact that we are here to experience the full range of emotions. The understanding that we are going to feel sadness, anger, and fear. We are in such a constant struggle to feel better all the time because we've been told that happiness just is. But that's not true. We were meant to feel it all. Happiness is just part of the natural emotions we feel as humans. But it isn't the one and only feeling we should strive for the rest of our lives. We try so hard to hold on to the idea that happiness comes from circumstances. But here's the thing. It doesn't. Life will be miserable if we believe that we'll finally be happy once we're thin, or get hired for that high-paying job, or that our kids are back in school. The feelings of happiness, at best, are temporary. And in the end, we don't feel better with any of those things, but only for a short time. This idea about our lives being perfect and forcing ourselves to be happy all the time is exhausting. Clearly, from the examples i shared today, doing this and striving for it only leads us to an unhappy and miserable life, one full of judgment and shame because the first time you feel sad or angry you're judging yourself, right? Like, oh my gosh, I am so upset at myself for feeling anything but happiness. But what if there was a way to accept ourselves just the way we are? What if we stopped trying to fix ourselves when we don't feel happy? Can you imagine how it would feel to stop feeling That you should be happy and show up how you want to in life? To know that it's normal to feel other emotions and happiness, and that's okay? To finally feel better about yourself? Well, that's exactly what I want to talk about next. The whole idea behind this episode is the fact there are ways to feel better when it seems there is no happy ending. And that all you're doing is chasing happiness on that hamster wheel. The first thing I'd like to offer you today is that our thoughts come first. Thoughts are an inside job. Because the way we think about a situation determines our feelings and emotions. This is your opportunity to look at happiness differently. What does it mean to you? What does unhappiness mean to you? And answer that question honestly. Because maybe for you, enjoying that cookie now makes you feel really good and it makes you happy. But maybe it also makes you feel guilty. Maybe for you, enjoying the process of trying something new, like applying for a different job, is exciting and new and it makes you happy. But also, Maybe you feel bad and guilty and you decide that you're still struggling to make a decision whether you even want to go back to work or not. Maybe you're just enjoying the moment and laughter of your kids in the background while they're still home for the summer. But on the other hand, maybe it's okay if you feel frustrated some days that you can't get any work done because they're being too loud. Either way, we have a choice on how we let our circumstances make us feel. We can decide to feel better right here, right now. We can choose to think in a different way, with purpose and intent. Instead of reacting to what is happening around us, we can respond better. Life is not perfect. We can also decide what we want happy and unhappy to mean for us in the future. Do we always want to tie it to success and circumstances? Or will happiness simply mean that we are living a full and complete life as our true selves? In which case, this means that we love and accept who we are and we're thinking on purpose for ourselves and not for society or our friends, family, no one else but us. Number two thing to help us stop chasing happiness is to be at peace with your true feelings. What if you allow yourself to feel the positive and negative emotions? I find it amazing how much I actually try to push back my negative thoughts and feelings throughout the day. I think you would be too. So I want to offer that life is a lot easier if we try to meet all of our emotions, instead of denying them. Meeting ourselves where we are helps us make it easier to be ourselves, easier to show gratitude, easier to live in the present moment and not feel guilty for not feeling a certain way, but also not feel guilty for feeling a certain way. Thinking we need to be happy all the time simply ruins a lot of that for many of us. Instead of stressing that we're doing it all wrong and thinking that happiness comes from spinning on that never-ending hamster wheel, why don't we just try to be? Feel the disappointment of a not-so-perfect life. And embrace ourselves for who we are now. Not what we think we should be in order to be happy, But meeting all of your emotions and allowing yourself to feel everything. Take a moment in a quiet room and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? Name it, sit with it, own it, and understand that it's okay. I can promise you that if you do this in a very quiet room without any distractions, you're not plugged into anything, This process will help you feel peaceful, calm, and content with yourself. Create your own happiness on your own terms. I promise you it's going to feel much better. Okay, friends, that's what I have for you today. I really hoped you enjoyed this episode. I am in no way discrediting the feeling and emotion of happiness. Absolutely not. I enjoy it probably as much as you do, but it's not so much about the feeling as it is about how we get there, right? We can make a choice today about what happiness means to us now and moving forward. Happiness isn't measured by our accomplishments or achievements. Maybe happiness is hearing funny stories or our children's laughter or the taste of that chocolate chip cookie. Happiness is realizing how beautiful life is and all the wonderful moments that make it up as we go. Life has ups and downs, no doubt, just as it's supposed to. When we stop chasing happiness, we'll realize we have all we'll ever need right in front of us. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Inspired Weekly Podcast. As always, if anything resonated with you in this episode, I would love it if you would share with a friend. I am all about community and connection here. So hop on over to Instagram and message me at Inspired Weekly Podcast if you have any questions about today's episode or any other previous episode. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next one.